Yeah. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everyone. And welcome to the Man Cave Huddle. I am your host, Greg. And this episode, we will give you a heads up on what to watch on this upcoming Saturday in college football. This is your I don't have nothing to do. What's on TV? There's nothing really good that I want to stream. Is there any good games? Uh, hold on. Let me check out that man cave huddle and see what they they, they telling me of the game that might pique my interest. So let's get right into it. This We just going to get into the peanut butter and jelly. No barbecue sauce. So uh, <laughs> barbecue sauce with peanut butter and jelly. Yuck. Anywho. Um, let's get right into it. We have the number 12 BYU Cougars who are 2-0. And last week, I told you that this was going to be a good game between Baylor and the Cougars. And I thought Baylor was going to beat them. But the Cougars, they were very Cougarish. They're coming in 2-0. They will be playing at the number 25 ranked Oregon Ducks who are 1-1. This game will take place at 3.30 on Fox in Eugene, Oregon at the Autzen Stadium. The Oregon Ducks are a three and a half favorite to win this game. Now, when you look at the BYU Cougars, like I told you last week, they were an underdog against Baylor and they showed up and they blowed up and I didn't think they could do it and they did it. And when I did some research, you're looking at the head coach of BYU, Kalani Sataki, He's 20 and 5 when playing as a ranked team. And they're the 12th ranked team in the country. So it's almost like when this his teams are motivated is when they're ranked and they win. When they're not ranked, they don't win. But this guy could coach. You know, you look around the team and you're like, I don't know where any of these who these guys are, if they're superstars. But this guy, Kalani Sataki, he just coaches and wins in big games. I mean, the quarterback, he's a junior, number three, Jaron Hall. He's 3-0 against ranked teams. Hello? They're playing against the 25th ranked team in the country? Mm. And then when you look at Oregon, what do you have? They have a 20-game home streak, a home win streak at home, and they have a 29-game non-conference home winning streak, which is the second longest in the FBS. When I say non-conference, that means not playing playing a team out of the Pac-12. BYU is not in the Pac-12. So something's going to happen. Because you got Kalani Sataki, who's 25 against ranked teams. Is he going 20, 20 and 6, or is he going to be 21 and 5? And you got this 29-game non-conference, 20 at home. Are those going fall? Is it going to be 21 home and 30 non-conference? Um, I know that there's a new head coach in Oregon. When I look at the rosters, I look at the teams, I see who's coming in. BYU, to me, just looks like the team that mentally they are tough enough and they have that mentality. Anybody, anywhere, anytime, let's get it in, baby. You already know. So I'm going with the BYU Cougars, the 12th-ranked team in the country, to pull the upset over the 25th-ranked Oregon Ducks. Next up, let's talk about the 22nd-ranked Penn State Nittany Lions, who are 2-0, who will be at the unranked Auburn Tigers, who are also 2-0. This game is going to take place at 3.30 on CBS in Auburn, Alabama, at Jordan-Hare Stadium. 
Now you're thinking to yourself, Greg, why am I watching a, a team that's 22 playing an unranked team? Well, both these teams are undefeated. Auburn plays in the SEC. Playing in the SEC is like playing for a semi-pro league. Penn State is only favored by three. Now, usually when you play at home, there's a thing called home cooking. And there's no thing called home field advantage. When I look at Penn State, they always have a tough D, especially now with the former defensive coordinator of Miami and head coach Miami Diaz, Miami Diaz, <laughs> Manny Diaz as their defensive coordinator. So their defense is going to be a lot more aggressive, a lot more organized, and they're just going to let their talent fly around the ball and make plays. And when you watch Penn State, you know, um, they're going to play as well as their redshirt senior quarterback, number 14, Sean Clifford goes. Sometimes he has really good games. and You're like, wow. I mean, Penn State looks unbeatable. And then in the same game, he could have a drive or passes where you're just like, can he play? But I will say this. He's talented. And when the chips are in the middle of the table is usually when he's at his best. Now, for Penn State, it's only a three-point favorite on the road in Auburn. Man, look, I feel that uh, in this game, I'm going to go with the Nittany Lions pulling the upset against the Auburn Tigers. I know that the Auburn Tigers, they're playing the SEC, but it's just when I looked at the team, um, they have talent, but they're just very inconsistent. And I just want to see them play a lot more consistent. If they do, they can pull the upset. But I'm picking Penn State to win this game. Next next up, we're going to go with the number. This is the matchup of the day, by the way. Maybe I should be doing that um, going forward. I'm going to give you the games to watch and then the matchup of the day. This is what you would call the hot sauce picante. This is what you call the entree. This is what you call the... Drink, but let me get a shot with the drink. So this is the 13th ranked 2-0 Miami Hurricanes playing at the 24th ranked Texas A&M Aggies, who are 1-1. The Aggies are picked by, to win this game by six points. It will take place at 9 p.m. on ESPN at College Station, Texas at Kyle Field. Now, this is a game that I want you to pay attention to. Because Miami, they've won their last six of seven regular season games played in the state of Texas. Now you figure for a bunch of Southern boys from Florida, they sure to go out there in Texas, where basically Texas, they do two things. everything They make everything bigger because they're in Texas and they play football. And these Miami boys, they know how to get it in Texas. But on a serious note, when you look at the Miami Hurricanes, the offensive talent that they have is where it's at. Quarterback, number nine, sophomore Tyler Van Dyke. He came in as a freshman, um, you know, towards the end of the year. Showed some promise. Really, really, really um, came in this year as a highly touted, one of those on the watch list in terms of he could show up and blow up. You have tight end. He's a senior, 85, Will Mallory, one of the best tight ends in the country. And then you have a defensive lineman, sophomore, number 56, Leonard Taylor. He's very disruptive. And the most important factor in all of this is Mario Cristobal, their new first-year head coach, 
former head coach of Oregon, former offensive lineman slash tackle, offensive tackle for the University of Miami in the 80s when it was all about the U. It's all about the U. It's all about the U. Yeah, he was on those teams, so he understands the culture, the responsibility, the reason, the why, what comes with coaching these Canes. Now, when we talk about Texas A&M, they've had some very good recruiting classes. I'm talking like five-star players across the board. They have incoming players that are supposed to be very good. But they have a junior running back. Number six, by the name of Devin Akani. He had his he had a two TD game last week, and that's his for the seventh time in his career. He's had more than one touchdown in the same damn game. He's had two kickoff returns of over 90 yards. So number six, their running back, Devin, he's definitely a weapon. But they have five-star prospects littered across this roster. Okay, but the problem is, it's the quarterback position. They're not getting consistent play out of that. They had sophomore by the name of Haynes King who was starting. He didn't play too well against Appalachian State. Appalachian State gave Texas A&M everything they could handle, and Texas A&M beat them. But it was it, it was seventeen to fourteen. Now they're gonna have a new quarterback. Will Texas A&M playing this weekend? Their head coach, Jimbo Fisher, who won being the head coach with Florida State, and Coach Jamie, Jamie, Jameis Winston, and is known as a quarterback whisperer, really needs to get his whispering stick skills on point. His not needs to start whispering into the quarterback's ears. Because this roster has everything that you want, but the most important position on the offensive unit is the quarterback because he touches the ball on every single play. If they don't get that position playing consistently, this could be ugly Saturday night. If their quarterback can give them some consistent play, this could be a very good game because Mario Cristobal is old school. He's about the offensive line. He's about the defensive line. He's about stopping the run and running the ball. And he's about playing tough, hard-nosed defense. And they could do that against Texas A&M. Although Texas A&M is the favorite in this team in this game, I'm going to go with the Canes to make it seven out of their last eight regular season games played in Texas that they won. And the Miami Hurricanes to go three and I'm going with the Canes. And for it to be all about the U Saturday night and come up with the victory. Now, those are my three games that I have. I got the Cougars on the road winning. I got Penn State on the road winning. I got Miami Hurricanes on the road winning. So pretty much, I want this to be the road teams winning. Now, I want you guys to uh, pay attention. I want to give you your positive quote like I do in every episode. Positive quote for today goes as such. I am accepting my current experience while staying focused on my desired reality. That's a deep one. I want you, I'm going to say it again. I want you to hear that again. I am accepting my current experience while staying focused on my desired reality. Thank you for listening. And bye-bye, everybody.